A popular name for boys is the name Moshe. Moshe was the first leader of the Jewish people. As the Talmud says, Hu goyal rishoin, hu goyal achroin. He is the first redeemer and the ultimate redeemer. What is the meaning of Moshe? The meaning of Moshe is, Kiminamayim mishisuhu. The daughter of Pharaoh saw Moses in the water, and she drew him out of the water. So she called him Moshe. And she said, I called him Moshe, for I drew him from the water. The Gemara tells us that really, when Moses was born, his parents called him Tuvia. Tuvia means the good one. Because the entire house was filled with light. The light of the soul of Moshe. And we know that the word tov is associated with light. When God saw the light, he saw, he said, it is good. However, later when Moses was rescued from the Nile by the daughter of Pharaoh, she called him Moshe. What is this concept that I drew him from the water? And furthermore, why do we follow a name that was given by the daughter of Pharaoh? She was an Egyptian. It's true that the Talmud says that she converted, etc., etc. But Moshe was considered to be an Egyptian name. So we find many interesting hints and the Ramazim here in the passage. Number one is, Moses was born in the month of Adar, and he passed away in the month of Adar. He was born Zion Adar, the seventh of Adar, and he passed away on the seventh of Adar. The month of Adar is known as a month of Mazel Bari. The Mazel is very powerful in that month. It's called the month of Mazel Dogim, when you have the Mazel, the luck of fish. Because the month of Adar is the month of water, Pisces. And the concept of water is really a hint to the Torah. It says, Ain Mayim El What is the true water? The true water is Torah. Just like water quenches one's thirst. If a person has a thirst for spirituality, if a person has a thirst for God, then he has to drink the water of the Torah. And therefore, the daughter of Pharaoh already saw this greatness in, in Moshe, that one day he would give the Torah to the Jewish people, and so she draws him out of the water, implying that he will bring the water to the Jewish people. <coughs> in Kabbalah, the idea of water represents Almodiskasya, that he came from the world of concealment, a very high world, and yet this level of concealment was brought into a physical body. And therefore he was part God, part man. Ishalikim, a man of God. Half was God, half was man. Furthermore, there is an allusion here to the redemption. Because water covers over all the objects that are beneath the water. And therefore, water represents concealment. Moshe Rabbeinu was drawn out of the water, implying that he will reveal the concealment. A, the concealment of spirituality, but more so, he will bring about the revelation of God to the entire world. Not only will he do this for the Jewish people, but also for the nations of the world. Because the daughter of Pharaoh was the one that gave him the name, implying that the impact of Moses... 
And similarly, the Moses of every generation, and ultimately, Mashiach will come from Moshe. For Moshe will be the first redeemer, and the ultimate redeemer will not only be one that will impact and inspire the Jewish people, but rather one that will inspire the entire world. And that is why Moshe is not a name that is necessarily Jewish, but rather was given to him by the daughter of Pharaoh, an Egyptian name. Because Moshe has to impact not only the Jewish world, but also the secular world and the, the world of, of impurity, even the most promiscuous of all countries, the land of Egypt. What made Moshe Rabbeinu a leader? How does one quantify his leadership? And here we find a very interesting thing. It says that Moses went out of the palace and he saw that an Egyptian man was hitting a Jewish person, an Ish Ivri. And Moshe Rabbeinu Vayifen Koi V'choi V'yar Ki Enish. He looked this way and he looked that way and he saw there was no man. So Moshe Rabbeinu went and he smitten the Egyptian. What is the Torah telling us here? Why did he have to look this way and look that way? But really the Torah is teaching us here how one qualifies to be a leader and what is the meaning of a true leader. A true leader is not someone that does everything. That's not a leader. A true leader sees when there's pain and suffering. He sees a problem in the world. What does he do? Once he sees this pain and suffering that has come to his attention, he looks this way, looks that way. He sees, is there a nation taking care of the problem? Is there an institution taking care of the problem? Is there an organization taking care of the problem? Is there a person handling this problem? If yes, fine. I'm very happy. If not, if I look this way and I look that way, and I see ki ain ish, there is no leadership, there is no one handling this problem, then the leader has to go and fix the problem. So Moshe Rabbeinu was hoping others would come to the rescue, others would, would help this person. But he saw, unfortunately, that there was no one that was concerned about his plight. And so Moshe Rabbeinu took the problem into his own hands and rectified it. That is the meaning of a true leader. Moshe Rabbeinu is a name of leadership. Of one taking the initiative to bring security and safety and promise to the world. Furthermore, the name Moshe is spelled Mem Shin He. What does that mean? Moshe represents Mem, which is Moshe. And then it represents Shin, which is Shammai. And He, which is Hillel. Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that gave the Torah to the Jewish people. But we are told that everything that will be innovated, even from a seasoned disciple, all came from Moshe. And therefore, in the name of Moshe, already you have Shammai and Hillel. Shammai and Hillel are the most two famous of the authors of the Mishnah that had different opinions in how to learn and how to understand the laws of the Torah. For example, Shammai says on the first night of Hanukkah, one is to light eight candles. Hillel says, on the first night of Hanukkah, you light one candle, but you increase each night. Shammai says, yes, it's true, on the first night you light eight, and each night you decrease. You go from eight down to one. 
So in Moshe Rabbeinu, we have both aspects of Shammai and the aspects of Hillel. Everything that a Talmud, everything that a seasoned disciple will innovate already came from Moshe in a general way, in a very fascinating and inspiring way. So, the general Torah was given by Moshe, and each disciple has his angle and has his insight to the Torah, but all of this is comprised and encapsulated within the word Moshe. We are told that every Jew has a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu in him, and therefore every Jew must study the Torah, but more than that, the Altarebbe writes in Shulchan Aruch that the soul of every Jew comes down to the world to learn the entire Torah of Moshe, and to innovate in all four aspects of Torah, of Pshat and Remiz and Drush and Soid, the simple interpretation, the hint, the homiletics, the esoteric, chsidis, etc., etc. And if the soul does not fulfill its mission in learning all four aspects of the Torah, and then chsidis, which is the fifth aspect of the Torah, then the soul is obligated once again to transmigrate, to come once again, to be reincarnated into this world, into another body. But every single soul of the Jewish people have a spark, a nitzvot of Moshe, which inspires us to learn the Torah and gives us the power of leadership. What is the gematria of Moshe? Moshe Rabbeinu, the gematria of Moshe is 345. Mem is 40, Shin is 300, and He is 5. The Rebbe once said that Moshe plus one, plus Echad, Echad is 13, is Mashiach. So 345 plus 13 equals Mashiach. Why? Because Moshe represents the potential. And each one of us has to bring the potential into reality. So you study the Torah. It says in the Torah, give charity. Very nice, I know all the laws of charity. But if I don't give charity, it's only Moshe. It's not Echad. I don't bring it down into the one, into the physical world. Or I, I learn in the Torah the laws of kosher, but I don't give kosher. Or I learn in the Torah the midst of putting on tefillin, I don't put on tefillin. Or I learn the laws of keeping Shabbos, but I don't keep Shabbos. So it's Moshe, it's all in potential. Echad means to bring God down into the everyday physical world. For the word Echad, we know, is Aleph, Ches, Dalid. Dalid represents the four corners of the world. Ches represents the seven heavens and the physical world. Echad represents the one God. We have to bring God down into the four corners and into the seven heavens and down to the physical world. How do you do this? By doing the physical, practical mitzvah. So, after Moshe, which is the study of Torah, and then you do the deed... You have the Mashiach. Each person has the Mashiach inside of them. What is the Pasuk of Moshe? As we discussed, that each person has their Pasuk. That is normally recited at the end of the Amidah. And therefore, by reciting this Pasuk, you don't forget that name. So Moshe starts with the letter Mem, ends with the letter He. And therefore, the Pasuk for Moshe is found in Mishli. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 20, verse number 18, over there it says, Machshavos, Be'etza Tikoin, Asa Muhammad, which means thoughts conceived in counsel will be firm and wage war with strategies. 
Here too we find these two aspects. On one hand is the concept of thoughts conceived in counsel, and that is the study of Torah. And the study of Torah has to bring about a firmness in one's resolve. But then ultimately you have to wage war with strategies. In other words, to bring that knowledge into action. Because every time you want to do a good deed, the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, comes along and finds excuses why you cannot do it, or why you shouldn't do it, and why it's not for you, or to postpone it, and to procrastinate, etc., etc. So therefore you are waging the war to overcome these, these challenges, but it has to be done with strategies. As the Talmud says, one should always be cunning when it comes to serving God to find a way to bring out this potential into reality, to bring Moshe down into Echad. And by doing so, you bring about not only Moshe, that was the first Redeemer, but also Moshe Rabbeinu, who is your personal Redeemer. And Moshe Rabbeinu, who will be the ultimate Redeemer with the coming of Mashiach, speedily in our days.